Welcome to Breaking Butterfly, the podcast for the girls who want more out of life. I'm your host, Maddie Maple, confidence and business coach, motivational speaker, and six-figure entrepreneur. I'm here to lead you into ultimate confidence, feminine leadership, and help you create the life of your dreams. So if you're ready for your next up level, let's go. guys before we get into today's episode i am so so excited to share a magical product that i have been using with you guys it is called mojo and it is a microdose for modern life you guys might have heard me talking about this recently and i usually don't share products that much and promote products that much unless i am absolutely in love with them and mojo It's a product that I've fallen absolutely in love with. Um, It is a microdose, but it is non-psychedelic. It is 100% legal, and it is just a beautiful combination of uh, lion's mane and cordyceps and L-theanine and all of these incredible um, ingredients and nootropics to help you feel clear, calm, energized, creative, all of the feelings that you would get from an actual uh, like mushroom microdose, you can replicate with this product. And I've been using this like pretty much every morning. I, I'll take a couple days off here and there. I'll take a week off, but I take it pretty much every day during the weekdays. And I see such a shift in my mood and my energy, my clarity. Like I, I literally feel a difference when I take this product versus when I don't. I just ran out of this product and I've been like freaking out trying to get uh, my shipment in because I just like need it right now. And so I really, really feel a difference with this and wanted to share this product with the Breaking Butterfly listeners and let you guys know that I have a code that you guys can use to get 20% off of Mojo and it is Maple20, my last name, M-A-P-L-E 20. And there's also going to be a link in the show notes where you can go purchase this product right now um, and receive 20% off on your first package. And like I said, I usually do not promote products this much unless I absolutely endorse it and love it and uh, I'm just so excited to share this product on the podcast with you guys and uh, hopefully have you guys receive this product, uh, purchase this product and try it out and I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts because it has been such a game changer for me. So again, the link is in the show notes to purchase Bojo and you can get 20% off with the code MAPLE20. All right, now let's get into the episode. Hello guys and welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast or if you're new here, very special welcome. So, so grateful to have you here, especially for today's episode because I have very special guest that most of you guys should know by now, but if you don't, her name is Julieta Chiara and she's one of my good friends and honestly, probably one of the bad, like most badass woman that I know and the last time that I brought her on the podcast for the first time um like Julietta's whole thing is I mean she's so many things right she does digital marketing she's travel what do you call it 
digital nomad, travel, everything. <laughs> like she's just so many things. But the main thing she focuses on is like sex and sex toys and kink and all of the things. And the last time I had her on, we were going to talk about all of that stuff. And then we just went on a rampage about like doubts and fears and uh, a little bit more of like that confidence aspect. So I have been dying to bring her back um, and talk about like sex and like manifestation and, and things. And so, yeah, I'm just so glad to have you here. Say hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is really exciting because the last time we talked, we had an agenda yeah. and we completely threw it away and went on another path. Um, completely, which I totally stand by. Right. It ended up being, it was good. It was good. Sometimes not planning everything is, is amazing, yeah. but it's super exciting to talk about sex and manifestation because I don't think people realize that like your sexuality is a one-way ticket to manifesting so fast. Yeah. It takes everything, everything that you've been told about manifestation, which is like just, I don't know, like the middle of what you would put into a sandwich, it like eliminates all of it. And it's like, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, everything with manifestation, it's all about energy, right? And like, what mm -hmm. is one of like the most like energetic things that we do? It's literally sex. Like I, I can't think of anything that changes my energy more like drastically. Like, of course we have, you know, other practices like breath work and yoga and things, but I feel like sex is such like a like spiritually charged like energetic powerhouse thing and um I, I also just had Lindsay on the podcast too and we talked a lot about like pleasure and self-love and it's just becoming more and more clear and apparent to me like how powerful it really is and all of these little like connections within everything in the personal development world and our sexuality it's kind Absolutely. of crazy and it's, it's not even just, and you talked about this with Lindsay, it's not about sex with others necessarily, but it's mm -hmm. like you harnessing your own sexual energy. And I, I mean, in the very basis of everything we learn, like if you learn about the chakra system, your, your sacral is your sexual powerhouse. It's where you create. Yeah. It's where you create something. And just in the very sense of, for example, if you have an orgasm, you have literally created something out of actually nothing. Yeah. Like there was nothing there. And then you alchemized a, a fucking orgasm. Like how cool is that? It's like you in this, in this physical plane, you can't like, you can't levitate things. You can't like magically poof something up in front of you, but what can you do? You can give yourself an orgasm and that's you creating energy like yeah. there's no better example than you being able to create energy than by giving yourself pleasure or giving yourself an orgasm so yeah. that means that you can create and you have a tangible way to show yourself that you can create meaning that manifestation is real <laughs> surprise surprise it is real yeah 100 it's it's um it's it's almost mind-blowing that we feel like we can't create things when, when even on like a, a a female level like we create walking human beings like we create life literally and then we doubt ourselves when we're like 
oh, can I create a business or can I create a healthy relationship? Like, no, I can't create that. It's like you can literally create a human being. What is what is that disconnect where we don't feel like we can create like anything else in in this reality? And I'm so curious to hear from you. Like, what are your thoughts on just the way that like media has portrayed sexuality? Because there's not really like when we learn about sexuality, even in just like TV shows and stuff, it's it almost has such a like shallow like connotation connotation to it. And and I just am like curious your thoughts on that. Well, I. I think the whole system is just so fucked mm-hmm. because sex is a, sex is a it's this dichotomy to where if you identify as a male, sex is your biggest prize. Sex mm-hmm. is sex is what defines your success. Yeah. But then if you identify as a woman, sex is is your worth. Mm-hmm. And then if you utilize that sexuality, it's then used against you. Yeah. So we as you and I as women, we live in a really weird paradigm where for almost 90% of this world's society, we are seen as sexual objects, but we can't exercise being sexual because then it is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. And so we're basically put in this loop to where we can't win. Yeah. We can't win. We're like, okay, so you want us to be subordinate. You want us to be sexual beings. You want us to please men, make babies, all this stuff. But in order to do that, we have to use our sexuality, which we are then shamed for. Yeah. And then God forbid that we we enjoy our sexuality because the female body, we have a clitoris that has literally no other purpose than to give pleasure. Yeah. Men have a penis, but it has a purpose. Mm-hmm. It has a purpose to ejaculate, mm-hmm. to urinate. The clitoris is there for all for just pleasure purposes, nothing else. Mm. Oh, interesting. That's it. That's it. And so we were given that by whatever force we believe in, yeah. and we're not supposed to use it. Like there is, it um, doesn't make sense. <laughs> there's a really in because I went to school for sex therapy, and anybody that knows anything about the psychology of sex has heard of of, of Freud or Freud, however you like to pronounce him. And he had a theory that said that that said the only way you can reach an orgasm is is by having vaginal penetration. That if you reached it by stimulating the clitoris, that it was like an invalid form of orgasm. Which long oh, behold, dumbass doesn't know that the clitoris is internal and external. So you're hitting it from all ends. Um. <laughs> He's like, I found it. I have this amazing, like, piece of research. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. Completely yeah. wrong. And I'm, and well, you covered it with Lindsay talking about the clitoris and the structure and its purpose. But the way I like to look at it, especially for women, which I'm sure 100% of people listening to this podcast identify as women, mm-hmm. you have an organ that I like to call your manifestation organ. You were literally given a body part to manifest with. Mm-hmm. And that that's to manifest your dream reality. That's to manifest pleasure. That's to manifest a literal human being popping out of you. Like, how insane is that? Yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's so fucking crazy. how do we actually use it 
to manifest. So I've kind of played with the the idea of like manifesting through orgasm myself. There was actually like a time where me and my friend were like super obsessed with this concept and we like she got her partner on board with it and was saying like, you know, when we have sex, we're manifesting. And then like they got so into it that at that point they would just call it manifesting. Like, do you want to go manifest some shit? Like that was yeah. their their keyword for sex so I've played with the idea myself but I just want to hear your whole explanation on so what it all the, actually the means there's a theory behind orgasm that says having an orgasm is the closest you can get um without taking drugs or alcohol or, or maybe psychedelics it's the closest mm-hmm. you can get to source to god whatever whatever that is for you mm-hmm. it's basically like thinning the veil yeah. Like the energy that you create is so powerful that you completely thin the veil between you and, and your higher self. And so what that means is, like I said, to manifest, if we attach that energy to what we're trying to manifest, we're, we're essentially doing like, oh, fuck, what, what is that thing in Uno where it like bumps you up straight to the top? Like you're not going, you're not going through the cycle. You're just literally breaking through the ceiling. Yeah. And so it's attaching the world's most powerful energy that's the closest to what would be source. Mm -hmm. And then you're attaching it to what you want to create. Mm -hmm. And that's only telling the universe. It's like, I'm ready to create this reality by giving it creation energy. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about in our last podcast, this is insane because you want to manifest something. No, you don't have to write 3 million affirmations per day on, on your journal. No, you don't have to sleep on a piece of paper on a rock and hope it happens. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, that kind of stuff that you've been told all the ritual stuff, like you could just make it so easy. Yeah. Attach your idea, your, whatever that is, like say in this instance, the women that work with you, they want to start a business. Mm-hmm. The way I would approach this is. I mean, obviously you can do this with a partner, but I I prefer like when I'm in the headspace of creating something for myself, I prefer to masturbate because I'm like, this is mine. Mm -hmm. What I'm creating is is mine. Unless I'm manifesting something with my partner, then maybe I'll involve them. Yeah. But I'm like, this is all me right now. Like team Julie, no one else. And so I like to have the idea of what I'm manifesting, say we want to start a business and you do a visualization of that while you're masturbating. So start masturbating and getting used to the feeling of pleasure being attached to your visualizations of success, Mm -hmm. seeing your dreams, seeing what success looks like for you. What is the end goal that you would really like to get to? And you're pairing that with masturbation. And people might think, Julie, you're crazy. How am I going to have an orgasm from visualizing my dream business versus like, watching porn or being with my partner and you would be amazed at how turned on you get thinking about your success yeah yeah and then the sexuality is almost more real right when you are just turned on by like just your imagination of what feels good to you not on a sexual level but just in life right when you connect it to just just life like and you don't need that outside stimulation like I feel like well, maybe that's like shaming sexuality because I'm not like saying like you shouldn't watch porn or do any of those things. You get to do whatever you want. But I think there's like power in not needing like the outside source, right? And just being able to 
like create just from like a real life thing, not like a made up thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, it's true. And I like, you're talking to me who I like, I'm someone I love porn. I love sexuality. Mm -hmm. I love watching people enjoy themselves. I love watching pleasure. Mm -hmm. But since the past, especially in the past two years where I've really put um, masturbating for manifestation into like full effect, Mm -hmm. I shit you not that if I try to masturbate to porn, it's just, it's not the same. Yeah, It's almost like the orgasm isn't as strong. It doesn't feel as fulfilling after because you haven't taken yourself on this journey. You haven't, you haven't visualized what you really want and then brought yourself through all the pleasure of it's attaching that feeling that, that feel good. What does it feel to have this, this manifestation? If that manifestation feels like a fucking orgasm, then it's even more motivating and more real. And it's going to solidify that into your timeline. Totally. Um, there's a book called Pussy by Regina Thomas Hauer. And it talks about, I think this is a great book for anyone listening to buy. And it talks about harnessing the power of your pussy. And it just said, obviously, yes, the masturbation, the manifestation, but listen to your pussy. Like your whole life, like go by what your pussy tells you. If your life doesn't turn you on, then something's wrong. Like your own life should make you super horny. It doesn't matter if you're making an amazing smoothie in the morning, going on a date, working on your business, going to the gym, like live a life where you are turned on because that energy stemming straight from the sacral, straight from the, from the sexual, it's going to drive everything. And yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't just like power masturbating to my success. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. It's like, it's, I almost see it as like pure alignment. Like when you're living from that place, because I feel like also it can get so confusing when you're like listening to your head or your heart, right? Everyone says like, listen to your head or your heart. No one ever says like, well, what's turning you on, right? And your head and your heart can get so confusing, but I feel like the only place that real desire exists because like your head can fuck up your desire. Even your heart can like kind of skew your desire in some ways. But Mm -hmm. when it comes from your sacral chakra and it's just like that deep, deep desire, like there's no confusion around that almost. No, what confuses us is when we think about it yeah. too much. And that's probably why we've been in many scenarios, maybe maybe with people or with fantasies and stuff to where we have these desires and we're not exactly proud of them mm-hmm. or we're confused by our own desires. But it's like you said, desire doesn't lie. Yeah, it really doesn't. So, so if you're like confused about something, that's what this book talks about. It's like if you're confused about something or you're debating something don't think about it ask your pussy what it feels about it because it's going to tell you Mm. and what does that actually mean like what does that actually feel like like if someone was listening and they were like okay I have to make this big decision I'm going to ask my pussy about it like like what what does that even for for example like when you so, so when you're turned on you get like that warm tingly feeling you might feel yourself start to like 
get like really like a lot more sensitive, a little more swollen. You might even just get like flat out wet. Like, you know, that feeling when you're turned on and you're sitting down and your partner is turning you on and you just like, you can't sit still in your seat. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're like, Oh God, I feel like I don't only feel it in my pussy, but I feel like just like that, like that movement like in my energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you just feel that energy just bubbling up. That's what it should feel like. Mm, I that, love that's that. That's what it should feel like. You know, before you go to like a festival, you yes. get so fucking excited. Yes. And it's like, a, it's a straight pussy feeling. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> yes. So I actually kind of had this experience and like, I feel like I didn't really like connect it to like, oh, I'm feeling turned on by this. Cause like, I'm still like, even though I've been talking about sex a lot on my podcast, I feel like I've been talking about sex so much. Like I had like Christina, we were talking about periods and I had Lindsay, we we're talking about sex and I'm having you, we're talking about sex. Like, I feel like I've been talking about it consistently, but I'm just actually not a very, very sexual being. It's something that I'm like so fascinated by and intrigued in and play with because I'm so inspired by Julieta and Lindsay, but it's just not like fully integrated into my reality. So I didn't think of this as like, oh my God, like this idea is turning me on right now. (laughs) But when I had my experience like this last like January or like end of December where I had been like planning this membership and like I was excited about it and I really wanted to do it and I was like teasing it and telling my platform about it. I'm doing this membership, this membership. And I was like creating it and it was it was fine, but like it wasn't like a fuck yes. Like it, it just wasn't a fuck yes. And then, 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 then I had this idea for Feel the Good, right? literally that exact feeling that you were just explaining. Like I was like wiggling in my seat. I was like, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like I was just like kind of breathing heavy. And I was like, oh (laughs) my God. Like I was just looking around, like what do I do with myself with all of this like energy in my body? That's the feeling. Yeah. That that's the feeling. That's the feeling. And I just didn't connect it until now, but that's the feeling. And I think we're maybe because this concept can seem a little weird to someone because they might think, does this mean I, I'm going to be just like a sexual beast mm-hmm. all the time? And it's weird to kind of explain that sexual energy does not inherently mean sex. Mm-hmm. Like you're just because you're turned on by your ideas and your reality also doesn't mean that you're going to be humping walls. It just means that you're taking this energy and you're going to create something with it because that's exactly you had that idea and you're sitting in your seat and you're like, I'm about to erupt like a volcano and I don't know what this means. And then you created this program and it seems like it's hitting that level of excitement that you had. Exactly. And now you're riding this wave of pleasure and creation and like clearly that energy is really pure and intentional because look at all the amazing women that have come in and stepped in to take it, mm-hmm. which it probably wouldn't with the membership idea since it wasn't a full body fuck yes. It probably exactly. wouldn't have turned out the way that this is turning out. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. I com- completely agree. And it's hard because again, like my head and my heart were kind of like, Yes, like logically, I was like, this would be a great business move. And my heart was like, yes, like I want to create this community, right? Like I still had those desires on like a mind level and a heart level, but just not that like gut 
level. Yeah. So how do we find, like, let's talk about authentic desires a little bit more. Like if someone has no idea what they desire or they have desires and then now they're listening and they're starting to feel like, okay, these feel like real desires, but they're not this like eruption energy that they're speaking of. How do they even go about finding the, that eruption energy? So if you think about it, this is, this is like a download that's coming to me literally, literally as we're speaking, I have never even thought about this before. I'm airing this for the first time now. I'm like, our sexual energy are basically our relationship with the universe is exactly the same kind of relationship we would have with a sexual partner. And so say you have a sexual partner and you're like, okay, the sex is kind of meh. I'm not getting what I want. Um, I'm not super happy with it, whatever. Like how many times have we felt that way with our lives? Mm-hmm. But we're like, eh, the situations are okay. Um, we're not exactly getting what we want, whatever. So everybody comes to me and they're like, well, I'm not getting what I want in bed. And I'm like, did you ever fucking ask for it? Mm-hmm. They're they're like, what do you mean? I just, I, I thought that it was just supposed to flow and it was supposed to happen for me. And that goes back to, that's not an authentic desire. You're just letting things happen. Authentic desires require you to have authentic communication. Mm-hmm. So just like in sex, if you authentically need someone to do something for you to experience pleasure, like if, if you have sex and you need clitoral stimulation, but you never voice that, you are never going to get it. So it's the same thing with, with manifesting. It's if you don't tell the universe exactly what you want, you are either a not going to get it. Or you're like we said earlier, you're going to get a really fucked up version of it because you were not clear in, in what you needed. This is actually such a great like connection and analogy. Cause I'm just like thinking about it. Like it's kind of like, I saw something on TikTok where this girl was like, oh, I was like manifesting $3,000 and then my car got fucking hit. And so like my insurance had to give me $3,000 for me to fix my car. You know what I mean? So it's like you're asking, but it's not clear. And so you're getting it, but it's like not really. And I'm thinking about that in sex of like you tell your partner to do something and they just completely misunderstand and just do the most whack thing in the bedroom. And you're just like, I told you what I wanted what are you doing to my body right now? It's because you're not it's like clear. Asking, it's like asking someone to spank you. Yeah. And you never tell them how hard. And so they get your butt and they give you a little. Like a little. Good. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, so it, you know, it is up to you. Mm-hmm. As much as it's shy, people get shy about asking for what they want. Yeah. It, you you establish the boundaries in in your life. You establish the expectations. So if you don't go up to like your partner and say I want you to spank me this hard or like we can go building intensity and I'll tell you when it feels good. Yeah. You're not going to get it. And it goes like the same with the universe, aka our sky daddy. Yeah. Um <laughs> sky daddy. Wait, did you just make that up or do you actually call it that? There's the sky daddy. Oh my god. Yes, yeah. I love that. Our sky daddy. If you don't tell your sky daddy, which that can mean whatever it needs to mean to you, if you don't tell sky daddy what you want, sky daddy's not going to give you what you need. <laughs> I love you so much. It's crazy. 
<laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So now what if someone is not that experienced and they actually like don't know what they want, which by the way, everybody, Julieta now has a fucking course that teaches you all about different things that you could want in the bedroom, right? And different kink, which we can talk about that more too. And you can just share more about that. Um, so she has a resource for this, I think. But speaking more on a general scale, like if someone isn't that experienced, say in life, they've just been just said, you know, you should want things this way and you should want things that way and you should want this. And so you just go along with it. And now you're like, okay, should I want something else? And like, how do you find like what you actually want? Like, yeah, like, sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes you just don't know. And yeah, like my course is about discovering kink. Mm-hmm. Even though it's about discovering kink, I'd say 80% of it is learning communication, boundaries, mm-hmm. consent. And then I think going to your point, it's learning about the openness to discover new things. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what we want are things that we just possibly have never encountered before. Mm-hmm. And in these situations, because um, I, th- I think a good example is uh, once you get far enough, far along into your business, like you and I were pretty established in our business. Sometimes we don't really know what that next step is. We don't know what it looks like. We don't know what we want it to look like. And so when I've done my practice of masturbating to my manifestations, I like to keep the intention of like, I'm open to new things Mm -hmm. and I'm open to the universe showing me a new way as yeah. long as it benefits me and those around me in a positive light. Mm. And so I think just calling it in, just saying like, I'm open to being surprised. Cause I think half the time we cock block our manifestations by having too many expectations. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we, like you said, we think things need to be a certain way. And so we're, we're so rigid in what we're expecting that we probably, we might actually be blocking off something that's way more fun, beneficial, successful. Totally. Yeah. And I think especially for people where it's like, I'm even thinking of the person that it's like they're in school for something that like their parents told them like, you should go to school for this thing. And now they're realizing that they don't like it or, you know, even correlating that to a relationship. It's like they've been in this relationship where it's like, everyone's like, oh, you're in the perfect relationship. It's so happy and da da da. And you're realizing like, no, like this isn't what I want. It's like, how do you even discover, yeah, what what you actually want and find that like erupting feeling? Like it can almost feel overwhelming to think about all of the things that you could could want, you know? Well, it's it's about being open to discovering new things, and then it's I, you know, I think half of the half of the struggle of being open to discovering new things is also being open to leaving behind what you thought was for you Mm. or true for you. So it's like in finding the new, there's almost like a little bit of an ego death. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's okay to not, it's okay to not know what you want. Uh, I think if you give yourself, you're going to do the worst thing in the world. If you shame yourself for not knowing what you want, which is literally getting stressed out about being stressed out. Yeah. Don't 
don't be that person. If you don't know what you want, just simply sit back and ask, like, I am open to being surprised. And maybe it's going to pop up for you. Like, I don't know, maybe you're open to being surprised and you get on Instagram and you see Maddie's course for Feel the Good mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, shit. Like, this is exactly what I've been needing. I need I need direction. I want to feel good. I want to find community. Mm-hmm. Boom, it's in front of you. But you need to open those floodgates. Yeah, I think it's almost like the first step is just like recognizing that the other things in the past didn't feel good because then you actually open yourself to becoming aware of the things that do feel good because when you're so attached to the things that are just kind of neutral or like meh it's like uh, uh, yeah of course you're not going to see the things that you actually want because you're like attached to the the old things but as soon as you claim and you realize like this isn't what I want and you recognize that I feel like you do get more of those like intuitive hits almost of like those like curiosities of like okay what about this like you do have that that openness right so I think it'll be I think it'll be really exciting for the people listening to to really not only push their their manifestations on on an orgasmic plane but this to be open to learning something new to be Mm -hmm. open to being surprised and I think it goes really hand in hand like this concept goes really hand in hand with what you talked about with Lindsay because I I think the only other thing that would come up for me if I didn't know what I know now is how to approach this if you're not exactly comfortable Mm -hmm. with your sexuality or with yourself. And I think the only thing I have to say to that is that your body is yours and your power of creation is yours. And literally no one under the sun could shame you for being such a fucking powerful creator like you're a creator you're not you're not dirty you're not a crazy sexual being unless you want to be you are a creator and that's what you are doing yeah yeah 100 percent. I just think there's like uh it's it's so I say this on every episode where we talk about anything like revolving just like periods sex self-pleasure anything like it just kind of blows my mind even some of the things that still come up for me, like when we talk about these things of like, oh, but like you can't be like that or you can't be like this. Or I had one person I was talking to talk about how like, you know, they had just gotten out of a breakup and they wanted to go explore their sexuality. But everybody says like, you shouldn't have sex with anyone after a breakup. Like you should have like time for yourself. And she like asked me for my advice on it. And I was like, no, fuck that. Right. But it's just interesting how those things come up or just the like society's rules and expectations of like what it should look like. It just it just blows my fucking mind. Some of the things that come up at the end of the day, if it feels good, it feels good. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's either a full body fuck yes or a fuck no. And you know, I, I was actually thinking about this just this morning because Um, I, I'm planning like my next session of feel the good. And I've just been exploring a lot of like, how did I really get to the point that I'm at now of like, just feeling so good and like my mindset and my perspective, my emotions, you know, I still have so much work to do in in other areas, but for the most part, I've had like a lot of growth in that area. And I was like, how did I, like, how did I actually get to this point? And the download came through or, or just like the the clarity 
and it was literally I like chased what felt good and completely dropped what didn't and it sounds so simple and like easy like of course you go towards what feels good and what doesn't but like really anytime that I was experiencing like any negativity or any like emotion I would just sit there I would either journal or meditate or whatever and I would just sit there and be like I would search for like I would hunt for what felt good and as soon as I felt like thought a thought that made me feel a little bit better I I just clung to that thought and then dropped the other ones or in my life like if I was hanging out with people I would just notice like is this making me feel good and if it didn't I would stop and then I would find someone else that like if I hung out with them it did feel good made that a priority it's literally just about like that, that that's honestly the epitome of like how I got to where I am go towards what feels good and drop everything that doesn't it, it's because you literally dropped and this is something that um I cover a lot in my kink course because with with, with practicing BDSM in a kink there's an inherent level of risk so mm-hmm. you know because maybe you're doing stuff that's a little off what some would say the beaten path or something riskier And what you're doing with kink and what you did with your life is you are dropping self-betrayal because Mm -hmm. every time we deny ourselves feeling good or we accept something mediocre, we are betraying ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. How many times have you sat in conversations with people you didn't care to talk to? How many times have you hung out with people that you're like, "Eh, whatever, like it, it's gone to that point where, and I've only really embraced this in the, in the past year of my life where I've even gotten to the point in this radical self-honesty and honor for myself that if I'm at a bar speaking with someone and I don't like the conversation, I will literally stop the conversation and walk away because it's, it's the point of like, if you betray yourself, you're going to betray everything else in your, in your life. Mm-hmm. you said you just stopped you're like I want to feel good and I'm not going to take anything else that fucking doesn't feel good yeah yeah exactly and I love that you just brought that up of like you posted something the other day Julie where you were like it was that fucking festival that was like a shit show what was it called <laughs> she grabs the cup tea you're called- posting about it yeah, day, zero. day zero day zero So, and Henry was like, he was talking to me about it because you said something on your story, like you guys finally got in and then you guys just left, right? Because you said something like, I am like adult enough to make the decision that like, if I'm not enjoying myself somewhere, I'm not going to stay. Like, even if it took me five fucking hours to get into this, if I'm not enjoying myself, I'm going to fucking leave. I'm not just going to stay because like I paid for it or like you know, we drove there. I'm not going to stay. And I was like, and me and Henry talked about it for a minute. We were like sitting in bed. I was like, oh my God. And he was like, yeah. I was like, what? (laughs) I don't know. It just sounded like a, such a, it's such a simple thing, but I just have never, it's never landed for me of like, oh, like if I'm not enjoying myself, I can just leave. leave. Like, like what? That's it. I even did it. I even did it this weekend. We, we went out and, you know, I had people visiting me. So I was really overextending myself to try to show others a good time. And I got to the venue. I had fun for a little bit. And then I felt really, I didn't feel present in my experience. I felt passive. 
And I just went up to my friends and said, hey, like, I'm not really having a good time. I'm kind of tired. Like, this is what my idea is. Like, what, what do you think about it? They're like, oh, okay, awesome. Like, all, literally the bridge between you getting out of uncomfortability and getting what you want is just fucking doing something about it. And that's, that can be something as small as sending your food back at a restaurant because you got it and it's fucking, there's something actually wrong with it. Instead of just sitting there and being like, oh, well, I'll just, I'll eat it anyways, because I don't want to inconvenience anyone. Two, being in the bedroom and you'd be like, hey, I need to tell my partner to stop trying to play my clitoris like a beatbox and show them how I actually want it. Because that's the bridge. As much as we want to think that things just come to us perfectly, it does take a little bit of work. And you are fully capable of not having to live uncomfortable experiences. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think it starts with those little things. Like if this feels really big to you, like if you are in like, I don't know, a relationship or a job or something that you're not happy in, like it doesn't mean like you need to leave like right now, but just start like reclaiming your power through those little things. Like the food one is a huge one that comes up where like Henry does this all the time, like his order, especially at In-N-Out, like his order will be wrong. And I used to work at In-N-Out. So I know how little of a like uh, inconvenience it is for them to recook it. Like it's just, it's like a part of our job. We just recook things all the time. And so every time his burger is wrong, I'm like, babe, give me the damn burger. I'm going to take it back. I'll just have them recook it. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll eat it. I'm like, babe, give me the damn burger. Like, it's just those little things where you can reclaim your power, where like your desires, oh, this is such a huge thing, like statement. It's like your desires should not be an inconvenience. Why do we even see that as an inconvenience? Like how many times have we been in sex and we want something different, but we're like terrified to ask for it? It's like the direct thing of saying your desires are an inconvenience. And even with your manifestations, like how many of us get shy with our manifestations and we're like, oh, no, 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 we can't ask for that because that that, it feels like way too much. Mm -hmm. Or, or like for me, like the universe does this thing with me where before a really big manifestation, it will give me like really half-assed versions of it to see Mm -hmm. what I bite. It's Mm -hmm. basically like the game of like, are you stupid enough to accept this manifestation that doesn't fully live up? To everything yeah. you asked for and if you do accept everything even though it, it's not exactly what you asked for you're automatically saying you're like eh, my desires are wishy-washy yeah. like they're they're moldable to whatever I am given mm-hmm. so it's, it's finding that middle ground where you're gonna say not only do I deserve my desires but I'm going to reject anything that does not directly meet that without mm-hmm. flexibility I know that sounds extreme, but yeah, you shouldn't be flexible in the things that make you feel good. That's so fucked up. Well, if you know, if you're trying to manifest something, and then you, like to manifest something, you have to know, like you have to fully believe that that is already yours, right? But if you're accepting something that is not that thing, you're accepting something that is like subpar and just half of that thing, then. What was that noise? My um, cat. Oh, your cat. I was like, it like popped in my ear. That's so funny. Sorry, she's trying to get on the computer. No, you're totally fine. I. That's literally my life 
is my cat's trying to get on my computer. I've been having to like cover their buttholes like on Zoom when they like hop on my desk. <laughs> I'm like PG-13. Unfavorable. I'm going to remove that. I, I'm just going to remove the butthole because that is my desire and I deserve it and I'm just going <laughs> to move it. But no, like I was saying, like if you want something and you're like, I fully believe like this is already mine. Like I want this thing. Like this is out there for me. And then you're you're just settling for something that is less than that. You're pretty much saying like, would you settle for that thing if you fully believed the other thing was out there and already yours? No. Like if would you if you knew that your dream man was out there and he fully loved you, the relationship was perfect, everything, and then some scumbag comes into your life and you're like yeah this will do you're pretty much saying like that you do not believe that that other thing is out there for you because if you knew it was you wouldn't take Mm -hmm. the thing that was subpar yeah and the universe the universe will test you this actually this happened to me a year ago like the same exact situation Mm -hmm. I like Maddie I am not shitting you I'm talking like in my journal I made a list of every single thing that I wanted Maybe not in a romantic partner because I'm Mm -hmm. still single and I enjoy being single, but I have a high expectations for the people that are in my life. Mm -hmm. And I wrote a list of basically what like my dream man would be for the time up to like height, nationality, tattoos, like everything. So Mm -hmm. fucking specific. And the universe will come back to test and see if you're a dumb bitch. Mm -hmm. And not even two days after I get put a man in front of me that hits 99% of them. But Mm. there was this one little aspect, this one aspect of one of my non-negotiables that this person did not hit. Mm. And I had a choice. I had a choice and I was faced with like either continuing this plight with someone or saying, no, that's really not what I'm looking for, even though everything else was perfect. Mm -hmm. And the minute I said, uh, the minute I chose my my manifestation and my dream over what was put in front of me, immediately within days, the entire facade unraveled and showed me, thank God, why I did not choose to go for this person. Oh, interesting. Oh, I super, love that. Super weird. So don't take any half-assed manifestations. Yeah. Firm. Firm desires. Feel it in your pussy. Manifest for it. Orgasm for it feel good yeah and fucking feel good I just think that uh, sometimes I get twisted in this world of like you know you know the whole concept of like toxic positivity or you know or even just the Buddhist teaching that like life is suffering like which which it is in a lot of ways and we can release that suffering just by accepting the suffering, right? We are having a human experience and we're not supposed to feel good all the time. I get that. And a part of me is like, what else are we here to do but feel good? Like, I just, I don't know. And maybe, but also that's my life path and maybe other people's life paths are different. We're all here experiencing and learning different things. Some other people are supposed to be like struggling more and learning different lessons. But for me, I just don't understand any other goal except for feeling good. 
Absolutely. Like I, I'm with you on that, like studying yeah. the, the teachings, like everything is suffering or, or then on the other spectrum, I meet a lot of people here in Tulum that they're the toxic positivity. Like if you were to, I, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago, I was riding my motorcycle and I got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Like they, those are the people that they're like, you manifested getting hit by a car. I'm like, no, it was an accident. Yeah. I did not, I did not manifest getting tailed by a taxi. Like how, <laughs> How stupid does that sound? Yeah. But it it's it's finding the balance of surrendering to this life, being able to feel good, and then also accepting that like the human experience just has some shit to it. Like if you stub your toe, it fucking sucks. There's no rhyme or reason to it. You yeah. did not manifest it. It was not in, in the cards for you. It's just some shit happens. But I think we need that duality to be able to feel even better than before. Because we yeah. understand what is the opposite of feeling good, mm-hmm. which is inherently feeling bad. And you can still, uh, you know, deep in manifestation talk, you can still manifest even when you don't feel good, which yeah. people do not understand. <laughs> totally. Well, what I kind of teach is that like feeling good doesn't always mean happiness. Like feeling good sometimes means joy. And I think there's a big difference between happiness and joy, right? Happiness is like like a temporary burst of like dopamine and serotonin where you're just like super happy, right? Like you get money or you – like someone asks you on a date or you get a bunch of likes on Instagram, right? Those are all kind of like dopamine producing like in the moment or like you buy something new, right? That's happiness, Joy is like a deeper underlying feeling where I believe that you can still feel like you can feel sad and you can feel joy. Like I kind of had like a rough morning this morning where I'm like I'm working with this acne coach and it's just like it's like fucking me up because it's like bringing up so many emotions just around my skin and whatever. And so pretty much my session right before we hopped on this call together it was like me crying for an hour, like just about things. And then I get into the headspace. I'm like, okay, well, what's on my to-do list today? Oh, it's to plan my session for feel the good. How can I plan my session for feel the good when I'm feeling so much sadness? But that's when it landed for me. And, and what I really teach, uh, and kind of what I live by around this concept of feeling good is like, I can feel hurt and sadness and like pain about like something that I'm experiencing on like an eagle, eagle, ego, eagle. I am an eagle. No ego, human level, right? Like I'm still a human. I'm still experiencing this world, and so I I feel some pain and some sadness around like what I'm experiencing with that and just emotions from just the past and society and things like that. And even in that sadness and pain and heaviness, I would say I'm still feeling so much joy right now. Just joy and the experience of just like living life and learning. And it's it's like joy is like a nation. Your foundation is strong. Your foundation is built on joy. Mm -hmm. And then everything that comes up, it's fleeting. It's like clouds. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's not there, but it's going to pass and the sun still shines afterwards. Exactly. So I think there's like, yeah, there's this level of like, you can be in pain and experience like negative emotions and hurt and still feel good. Like it can like almost feel good in a way. Like if honestly to me today, 
it feels good to be sad. Like I want to go sit in the bath. I'm going to go to yoga and I'm going to sit in the bath and I'm going to cry my eyes out and I'm going to eat a brownie and I'm going to be fucking sad today. But it's, yeah, it's this level of you can still enjoy it and feel good within yeah. that. Yeah. You're having sad girl hours. Sad girl hours are good. They are good. Yeah. They are good. But the thing is that doesn't change anything in manifestation because manifestation mm-hmm. doesn't depend on you feeling good or bad. It depends on you believing that what is coming for you is yours. Mm-hmm. And so just because you have an off day doesn't mean that you've, oh, how many, how many people in this industry, they're like, if you have one day where you're, you have negative thoughts, going to ruin all your manifestations oh yeah no you're not no but but it's having that underlying belief that everything is working out for you and not like latching on to those feelings just feel them and then and then work on getting high vibe again but it does not change anything we are literally human it is completely normal and natural like this retrograde tried to kill me in the matter, in the span of one week, I got hit by a car, fell down the stairs, and got food poisoning. And throughout all of it, I was literally my body was almost dead. But yeah. I was like me on the side. I was like, yeah. I was like this <laughs> again, again. Yeah, it was even behind all the physical pain and hitting a point where I was like, this is ridiculous. Like there's, I was like this is made up. Like yeah. no one, no one goes through this much in one week. Yeah. And even all of it, I was still like having a bird's eye view of it and being like, this is funny. This will pass. This yeah. will teach me a lesson. Life goes on. Like you've already gone through a hundred percent of your worst days. So totally. yeah, I love <laughs> like you it. Keep, you keep going. And somehow throughout all that injury, I still found time to masturbate to my desires. So <laughs> I love it. Priorities priorities are so strong Maddie yeah oh my god I love that so much well I fucking love this conversation I think it's such a powerful uh yeah just a powerful message and powerful conversation and I fucking love you so so much uh to end off this episode why don't you tell everyone a little bit more um about your course and then we'll obviously link it in the show notes and um and everything like that but yeah just give everyone a little piece of how they can learn more about this and work with you. Absolutely. So my course, Discovering Kink, it's basically for any beginners, singles or couples that they want to look at trying out kink and kinky sexual play, but they don't know where to start. Because Mm -hmm. I'm sure when you think of kink, you think of 3 million different things Mm -hmm. and it might seem scary or out of your reach or you're simply, you're like, where where do I begin? Mm -hmm. The course is meant for that. And it teaches you the principles of kink that I personally feel just make you a good human being overall, which is mastering your communication, mastering your desires, your boundaries, your expectations, how to talk to your partner, games. And then my favorite part is I've built an incredible resource of 30 different plus ways for you to try kinky things to see what actually lands for you. So it goes to our conversation. It's like, how do I ask for what I want? And then also, how do I explore this when I don't know what I want? I give you the options to do that. And from there, you can discover what you like and you can start building your kinky journey off of that. Mm. But even though it is so sexually based, I'm just, I'm really wholeheartedly feel that 
my course is made to make you a master communicator Mm -hmm. and to make sure that you don't ever have a day where you betray your desires Mm. ever ever oh I love that so much it's amazing and like I just feel like any opportunity to learn from Julie like I don't even care what it's about like it's (laughs) it's an honor to just like learn from her and be in her energy so well but every this course would not have been possible if it wasn't for Maddie lighting a fire (laughs) under my ass and me getting we were sitting in my pool here in Tulum and I was telling her all my fears about releasing a course and all my doubts. And she just looks me dead in the eye without like flinching and says, why don't you just do it? I was like, <laughs> well, fuck me. You are correct. Why don't I just do it? I need to create, like, that's literally me in, in just real life. And like, it's, I am just like that fire, like just fucking do it. Just do it. I feel like we all need that person even though it's a little maybe harsh and blunt you, you, I remember you looked at me after I went on the spiel and like you did the most perfect thing which is like you did not validate any of these bullshit feelings I had yeah you just looked at me just point blank you're like just do it like Nike style just do it <laughs> just do it and yeah. I was like all of a sudden what was hard for me for years became like so simple yeah. And so this course is brought to you by my brain and Maddie's motivation. Spon- sponsored by Maddie Maple. I would not sponsored be here today. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my God. I love that. I mean, I think with you guys, okay, you're making me look like a bad coach. Guys, I do validate feelings and doubts and fears. But with Julie, there was no room for that. We we're dead ass in the pool. And I'm just like, bitch, do it. <laughs> But we were we were also like three margaritas deep. So I, I think the filter of of handling someone well, you know that I don't need I'm not a person that needs to be coddled. I'm no, very she doesn't emotional. I'm like I need I need you to just tell it to me straight. Yeah. I was even shocked that you were having doubts and fears. Like I was just like, <laughs> What? I'm like, all of that is completely irrelevant. Shh. Just do it. And I'm <laughs> And I'm so glad that you did because I know it's going to impact so many people and you're just such a powerful leader. So thank I love you. Thank you. Yeah. thank you. I love I how love this, you. this is ending and my washer's also ending. It's like, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Perfect timing. Do, 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 do. Okay, we are done. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll link everything in the show notes, of course, you guys, so that you can um, check out Julie's course and you guys know where to find her as well on Instagram and I'll link that as well. But uh, we just love you guys so, so much. I hope you all have a beautiful week this week and uh, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.